Amen. Ephesians chapter 6. We come now to the verse 18. Ephesians 6 verse 18. Paul says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Let's just read those verses and that word again. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. In our study of the armour of God, we come now to the final piece in that armour, namely prayer. The seventh piece now it completes the armour that Paul exhorted God's people to put on as we read in verse 11 put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil now some do not look upon verse 18 as part of the armour what we have just read praying always they did not consider that as part of the armour but why did Paul tell us to put on the whole armour of God to put on the whole armour of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil now who has not used the weapon of prayer in their battle with the evil one surely we've all prayed when we've been engaged in this battle with the devil indeed it has only been through prayer that God's people have overcome the enemy in the time of battle. Turn with me please to Exodus. Exodus chapter 17. Here is a, a battle that was raging and we see that prayer brought the victory. Exodus 17 verse 8 and 9 then came Amalek and fought with Israel and Rephidim and Moses said unto Joshua choose us out men and go out fight with Amalek tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand now look at verse 12 but Moses hands were heavy and they took a stone and put it under him and he sat thereon and Aaron and her stared up his hands the one on the one side the other on the other side and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword and so it wasn't left to Joshua to fight Amalek alone with the sword Moses was on the top of the mount. He was wielding another sword, namely prayer. And so there you have prayer. Being offered to God in the time of battle. So while Joshua fought Amalek in the valley, Moses was on the mount praying for victory. And many a battle would have been lost if God's people had not prayed for that victory 
What would have happened there in the valley with Joshua had Moses not been praying for him? God gave the victory. And so here Paul includes prayer as part of the whole armor of God. That's what we want to look at today. The seventh piece in God's armor. I want first of all today to consider Paul's call for prayer. That's our subject today. Prayer warriors want it. Prayer warriors want it. And that's what Paul is saying here. We have his call for prayer. For he says, verse 18, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Prayer warriors are wanted by Paul. You see, if we want to be victorious in our battle with the devil, if we want to live a victorious life, we need to be prayer warriors. There's no way around that. If you want to be victorious in your Christian life, you must be a prayer warrior. You must believe in prayer. You must engage in prayer. And here the apostle calls for prayer warriors. We notice first of all in this call for prayer, we notice the seasons of prayer. The words in verse 18, praying always. Those words in the original may be rendered praying in every season. Praying in every season. Yes, there are times when we call for special seasons of prayer if there is some particular need or in an emergency we get together as a church or as a denomination and we have a day of prayer for to pray over a particular emergency or particular need but the reference here in verse 18 is to praying at all seasons not just times of emergency seasons when we feel defeated need to pray when we feel down we need to pray when we're discouraged we need to pray pray in every season every season that's what Paul is saying here even when you don't feel like praying that's the time to pray pray in every season Paul says but that's when we're to pray and gain the victory when we're dying we're defeated we're discouraged we're depressed that's the time to pray and that's where we'll get the victory When the devil got the better of David and he sinned with Bathsheba and then his sin was exposed what did he do? He prayed. Psalm 51 is the prayer of David seeking forgiveness <coughs> and crying out <coughs> purge me with hyssop <coughs> and I shall be clean wash me and I shall be whiter <coughs> than snow Psalm 51 verse 7 <coughs> perhaps yeah not say perhaps had David Prayer 
and been praying before he saw Bathsheba he would not have committed the sin Satan would not have got the victory but because David as we pointed out before it was at the time that kings go forth to war but David didn't go and it was then that he spotted Bathsheba and fell into sin had he been praying beforehand he would not have sinned with Bathsheba but when he did sin and he was exposed what did he do? he prayed he prayed on the other hand we ought to pray not only when we're dying and defeated we ought to pray in times of blessing we don't want the devil to get the advantage over us by not praying when things are going well and of course that's the type we tend to slacken off and pray everything's going well we're in blessing I tell you that's the time you need to pray perhaps more than at any other time whenever things are going well in seasons of blessing that's perhaps where we should pray the most Paul did say 1 Thessalonians 5.17 pray without ceasing <coughs> and again we come back to our text here in Ephesians 6 and 18 praying always in other words praying in every season yes seasons of blessing those seasons when things are going well that's when we're to pray that's what Paul is exhorting us to do that's part of the Christian's armour because when things go well and you slacken off in prayer that's where the devil is liable to trip us up that's when we ought to pray what did Paul tell us Philippians 4 and there in verse 6 be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication there it is with thanksgiving if things are going well believe it <coughs> and we're in blessing well we can pray and give thanks to the Lord we can give thanks to the Lord and everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God so that's when we pray we pray in every season when things appear to be going against us and certainly when things are going forward that's when we pray with thanksgiving thanking the Lord for his blessing upon us as well as the seasons of prayer Paul calls for prayer and prayer to be sincere in prayer I'm sure you've noticed there in that verse 18 and indeed 19 the repetition of the word prayer or praying and supplication look there in verse 18 praying always with all prayer and supplication and the spirit watching therefore with all perseverance and supplication for all sin four times in one verse Paul makes reference to prayer four times and surely that is emphasizing the fact how we need to be sincere 
in prayer and sincere about prayer praying praying and serve and supplication and again supplication there's nothing here there's nothing here in this verse about merely saying your prayers nothing here about simply repeating a particular formula not at all Paul here deals with being sincere in prayer and sincere about prayer take for example Jacob turn to Genesis 32 Genesis chapter 32 and there we read in verse 24 and Jacob was left alone and there wrestled with and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day that man was the Lord and when he saw that he prevailed not against him he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him and he said that is Jacob said let me go for the day breaketh and he said Jacob said I will not let thee go except thou bless me the Lord said to Jacob let me go but Jacob said I will not let thee go until thou bless me was that not sincerity in prayer I will not let thee go Lord I'm going to hold on Lord until thou dost bless me that's sincerity in prayer take for example Samuel Samuel was such an individual who demonstrated how sincere he was when it came to praying you recall how the people had rejected him they wanted a king like the other nations and they came and they told them that Samuel was very hurt he had served the Lord faithfully and being the judge of Israel and they came and they told him they didn't want him anymore and he was hurt and he took the matter to the Lord we know what Israel did Israel chose Saul it wasn't too long before they realized their mistake they made a mistake in rejecting Samuel and choosing Saul and they went back to Samuel 1 Samuel 12 turn over to 1 Samuel the chapter 12 and verse 20 1 Samuel 12 verse 20 Samuel said unto the people fear not you have done all that wickedness yet turn not aside from following the Lord but serve the Lord with all your heart and turn not aside for then should ye go after vain things which cannot profit nor deliver for they are vain for the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake because it hath pleased the Lord to make you his people verse 23 moreover as for me as for me God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you that I will teach you the good and the right way 
you see the elders of Israel had gone to Samuel and you look there at verse 19 and all the people said unto Samuel pray for thy servants unto the Lord thy God that we die not they went to Samuel and said will you pray for us they acknowledged their mistake and what was Samuel's response as for me God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you in other words even though they had rejected Samuel and Samuel was hurt by the rejection he didn't stop praying for them. he prayed on for them is not sincerity in prayer nothing was going to stop Samuel from praying Samuel was a true prayer warrior that's the name of Samuel he was a true prayer warrior he kept on praying he prayed at every season even that season in his life when he was rejected when he was hurt when he was offended he didn't stop praying he prayed on God forbid that I should sin it's a sin not to pray God forbid that I should sin against the Lord and ceasing to pray for you in other words the Lord or Samuel was saying to the people I haven't stopped praying for you you may have rejected me you may have offended me but listen yeah I haven't stopped praying for you they'll give an example of Jacob not until thou dost bless me will I let thee go they give an example of Samuel Samuel is saying I haven't stopped praying for you that's sincerity we can give another example Elijah he turned over to James chapter 5 James 5 verse 16 confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much verse 17 Elias or Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are and he prayed earnestly mark those words he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months he prayed earnestly that's an interesting little phrase he prayed earnestly those words mean he prayed in his prayers that's what the words mean he prayed earnestly he prayed in his prayers in other words he wasn't a man who just simply said prayers he prayed earnestly he prayed in his prayers does that not speak to us of sincerity that's what Paul's calling for he's calling for prayer warriors individuals among God's people who will pray with all sincerity will get a hold of God and pray and cry with Jacob not until thou bless me will I let thee go and say with Samuel
God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray. And to be like Elijah. And to pray in our prayers. To pray earnestly. Boy, there's no telling what we can see done if we pray in this fashion. As Jacob prayed, as Samuel prayed, as Elijah prayed, and the supreme example is Christ prayed. The Lord Jesus prayed earnestly and with all sincerity. There is an amazing expression there. Description of the Lord's praying there in Luke chapter 22. Luke 22. Verse 42. And here is here is something that no man, no Bible commentator can fully explain. Verse 42, the Lord's in the garden of Gethsemane saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me, nevertheless not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. Verse 44, look at these words. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. I said those words cannot be fully explained. Is the Lord Jesus not earnest? every time he does pray of course he is but here we read and being in an agony he prayed more earnestly how can you explain that the son of God was always earnest in his praying but here he took his praying a step further for it said he prayed more earnestly well the saviour here has set us an example how we are to pray Paul is calling for prayer warriors men and women who will pray at all seasons and as they pray they're to be earnest in prayer sincere in prayer and here's the Savior setting us an example he prayed more earnestly Elijah was earnest in his prayer Samuel was earnest in his prayer Jacob was earnest in his prayer and now it's left to us Will we be earnest in our prayer? What do we think of prayer? Something that we just have to do? Something that believers are expected to do? Paul's calling for prayer warriors. <coughs> those who will battle in prayer. mentioned to you about a prayer meeting that took place years ago in Ulster Dr. Paisley's church a group of men met for prayer on a Friday night they always had Friday night late night prayer meeting they met for prayer on Friday night and usually would have gone on to maybe 2 or 3 in the morning but this particular prayer meeting started about 10 o'clock on a Friday evening the brethren prayed through the night they prayed through Saturday they prayed through Saturday night they were still in prayer on the Lord's Day morning 
And the only reason why the prayer meeting broke up was because the men had to get to the pulpit to preach the word. But Dr. Paisley looked back to that prayer meeting as a prayer meeting that changed his ministry. He said from that prayer meeting, every time he preached the gospel, souls were saved. He and the other brethren with him were earnest about prayer. They prayed at all seasons. And here's the dear Saviour sending us an example. He prayed more earnestly. As well as Paul speaking here about seasons of prayer and sincerity in prayer. He also speaks here about the spirit and prayer. The spirit and prayer. For notice what he said, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. When we engage in prayer, we should remember that we pray to our Heavenly Father we pray through the Son and we pray in the Spirit. Pray to our Father, we pray through the Son and we pray in the Spirit. The triune God is involved in our praying. It would be the easiest thing to pray in the flesh to pray in the flesh to pray say, let's say to pray against someone who's wronged us and we're mad at them and we almost pray through clenched our teeth clenched together we're so mad well we're praying in the flesh that's not praying in the spirit no sir we've seen the example of Samuel Samuel was rejected God forbid that I should sin against the Lord and ceasing what? to pray for you love your enemies Pray for them that despitefully use you. No, we don't pray in the Spirit. We pray in, or we don't pray in the flesh, we pray in the Spirit. That's what Paul said. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. In the Spirit. When we pray in the flesh, we would tend to pray for those things that are not according to God's will. But when you pray in the Spirit, you'll always pray in accordance with the will of God. Turn please to Romans. And Romans chapter 8. Romans 8 verse 26 Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered and he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Those two great verses. You look at those two verses and we see how the Holy Spirit first of all 
guides us in prayer guides us in prayer for we know not what we should pray for as we ought then verse 27 the spirit maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God when you pray in the spirit you'll never pray contrary to the will of God <clears throat> never and of course the Holy Spirit will always lead us to pray in accordance with the will of our Heavenly Father and the prayers that we offer to the Lord as we pray in the Spirit and according with the will of God listen, God will answer turn <coughs> to 1st John 1st John chapter 5 1st John 5 verse 14 and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us and if we know that he hears us whatsoever we ask we know that he we have the petitions that we desire of him in other words he'll answer our petitions <coughs> he'll answer our prayers because we prayed in the spirit and our praying has been in accordance with the will of God thinking again of those verses in Romans 8 Paul there speaks about the Holy Spirit guiding us in prayer and then he also speaks about the groanings in prayer and here's a blessed part of the Holy Spirit's ministry the groanings in prayer and there we read likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered groanings which cannot be uttered and you know sometimes the prayer warrior is so burdened that he can hardly put his petitions, his prayers into words. And so he just groans in prayer. The Holy Spirit, he helpeth our infirmities infirmities, the word infirmities mean inability to produce results so the Holy Spirit will help us in prayer prayer that will produce results and then he maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered knowing the heart and the desire of the Christian who's so, so burdened so weighed down with care that his prayers are like groanings well the spirit of God <coughs> puts those groanings into words and presents them to our heavenly father that's what it means what a blessed ministry the Holy Spirit performs for us groanings which cannot be uttered we can hardly put into words how we feel but the spirit does it for us <coughs> knowing our hearts knowing what our burden is 
he presents it to our Heavenly Father on our behalf. Press on quickly. Paul, in the call to prayer, he next speaks about continuing in prayer. For in verse 18, once again, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Persevering, continuing. First of all, I must go through this quickly because our time is called. Begins here by speaking about seeing. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, watching thereunto. Watching thereunto. Watching and praying is often repeated in Scripture. Watch and pray. The Lord told the disciples in the garden, Matthew 26, verse 4, verse 41, Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Then regarding his return, the Lord said, Take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is, Mark 13, verse 33. And the Lord wants us to be ever watchful for his return. And regarding our daily conflict with the enemy of our souls, we need to be ever watchful. Watchful for the wicked devices he employs in endeavoring to trip us up and pull us down. We need to be watchful. We need to be alert. And at the same time, pray that we will not succumb to his wicked devices and yield to his temptations. We just quoted the Lord. And the Lord told his disciples in Gethsemane's garden, watch and pray, watch, watch, be alert. Watch and pray. That ye enter not into temptation. Well, those disciples, they didn't do any of those things. They didn't watch and they didn't pray. And what happened? When the mob came to arrest the Savior, Peter drew the sword and cut off the ear of Malchus. The Lord didn't want him to do that. Indeed, the Lord rebuked him. Put up thy sword. They had to rebuke Peter. Because Peter hadn't been watching and he hadn't been praying. Watch and pray. As well as the saying, he speaks here about being steadfast. Paul says, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. It's as if Paul is saying, it's as if Paul is saying, listen, we're in this battle together. If you're a Christian, you're in this battle with other Christians. Watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all sins. We need to pray for each other. Word perseverance means to continue steadfastly in prayer. So if we know of a believer, if we know of a Christian, and they're going through a hard time, and the devil's giving them a hard time, we ought to take them upon our heart and pray steadfastly for them. Not just a passing petition to pray steadfastly for them continue in prayer should sure didn't Paul say to the Galatians bear ye one another's 
burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ it's the law of Christ that we bear one another's burdens and of course the Lord Jesus himself is the great bearer of burdens he sets us an example does he bear our burdens aren't we glad he does as well as the same being watchful being steadfast persevere Paul then speaks about the saints with all perseverance and supplication for all saints there are many saints of God that need our prayers we can list a few Paul says watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints we can pray first of all for serving saints we think of our missionaries they need our prayers we think of our ministers they need our prayers indeed look at what verse 19 which I Lord willing I want to deal with next Sabbath morning look at Paul saying verse 19 first of all he said watching therefore with all perseverance and supplication for all sins and for me don't forget about me and for me that others may be given unto me <coughs> and so the saints we are to pray for we certainly pray for the missionaries those who are serving we pray for ministers <coughs> and whatever capacity God's people are serving the Lord they need our prayers need to pray for serving saints need to pray for suffering saints let's not forget those who are suffering for the cause of Christ Lately there's been mention made of the saints in Afghanistan. <coughs> Need to pray for them. Oh, and I know we don't know them. But when you think governments have forgotten about them and abandoned them, we should pray for them. And those missionaries who were kidnapped in Haiti again by many in the world they're forgotten about many in the world don't care about them listen we're, we're supposed to care we're to pray for them we're to care look at the verse 20 Paul says for which I am an ambassador in bonds he was in chains when he wrote the letter he was being persecuted for the cause of Christ he was one of the Lord's suffering saints and that's why Paul said pray for me and every one of those saints out there in the world that's suffering for the cause of Christ that's what they're saying to us pray for me we pray for the serving saints we pray for the suffering saints we pray for the sick saints and haven't we been learning to do that in recent months we come on a Wednesday night and it seems as though we add another name to the prayer list pray for so and so they're ill pray for so and so they're in hospital we're to pray for those saints that are laid aside and they're sick just as we read in James 5 the verses in 14 and 15 pray for the sick James Elvis so we pray for serving saints we pray for suffering saints we pray for sick sins 
Let us not forget the sorrow we sense. We have learned of many sins to be left to sorrow over lost loved ones. Think of the Reverend Wagner. Think of Mrs. Haiku. And the many others. Mrs. Cairns. The lost their spouses. Whenever you would talk to Mr. Wagner, that's what he would say. He says, keep praying for me. He's sorrowing. Speaking to Mrs. Highcourt a week ago, pray for me. I misspelled so much. And those same saints are comforted when they know others are praying for them. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all, all saints. Lord willing, I want to look at verse 19 next week. But Paul says, don't forget about me. He was a serving sin. He was a suffering sin. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts. That's our prayer. <laughs> Lord, dear Lord, the loving God, we thank thee for the ministry, the vehicle of prayer. Prayer pisses in touch with the God of heaven. A God who answers prayer. Not a dumb idol that cannot speak or see or hear or help. But our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. According to the power that worketh in us. Lord, help us to take to heart what Thou hast told us today. What Thou hast taught us today. May we take it to heart. May we be true prayer warriors to the glory of King Jesus. Lord, be with us now as we leave the house of the Lord. Grant us traveling mercy. Return us in thy will to thy house this evening that might learn more of thee. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit <coughs> be your abiding portion now. And until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away. Amen.